There are two keys to determine your eternal destiny. Your belief in Jesus opens the door to eternal life with God. Your behavior after you become a Christian will determine the eternal rewards that await you in heaven. If you haven't yet, please watch. Will God reward me for the works I do today? After watching that video, you may ask, how can I know if the works I do for God qualify for eternal reward? At the Bema Seat Judgment, Christians will stand before Jesus to give account for their lives. There'll be no condemnation. Jesus already paid the punishment for our sins, death. Each of us, by faith, have received eternal life. We're there to be rewarded for what we have done as Christians. We may have great reward or we may suffer loss. 2 Corinthians 5.10 in the Amplified Translation said, For we, believers, will be called to account and must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may re be repaid for what has been done in the body, whether good or bad. That is, each will be held responsible for his actions, purposes, goals, motives, the use or misuse of his time, opportunities, and abilities. Paul explained the possibilities of this judgment to determine our rewards in heaven. He uses a building metaphor. You are God's building, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal the kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. This is 1 Corinthians 3, 9, and 11 through 15 in the New Living Translation. Jesus will test our behavior and our works. His holy fire will consume all that is not of God, and we will be rewarded for what survives the fire. We are both the building and the builder in this metaphor that Paul gives. Three questions to test your work for God. Dr. Bruce Wilkinson, in his book, A Life God Rewards, explains that not just any works we do qualify for heavenly rewards. You will receive rewards for God's work done in God's way. And there are three basic questions that we need to ask. Did we do it in relationship with God? Did we do it for proper motives? And did we do it in love? The framework is his, but these thoughts are mine. First, what? Was this a work God told you to do? Did you do it in relationship with Jesus or on your own? Paul in Philippians 4.13 writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can too. Jesus himself said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15.5 Unless we're in relationship with Jesus, we can do nothing of eternal significance. Not one thing. With him, we can do amazing things, unbelievable things. Some people are very busy doing good works, but God never told them to do it, and he's not doing it with them. Good things can keep us from God's plans and purposes for our lives. God's work, done in God's way, endures forever. Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and pointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. That's John chapter 15, verse 16 in the NIV. We were created to be productive. We were created to do things that will have a value through all eternity. Imagine that. God has things for you to do that will impact eternity. History proves that this is true. The influence of Martin Luther, of J. Hudson Taylor, the missionary to China, and Martin Luther King are still working to make our world a better place. Their influence lives long after their lives were over. That's why it's important for you to discover God's plans for you and to do those things in relationship with Jesus. God's work done in God's way lasts. Second question, why? Good works must be done for right motives. 
Did you do the work to bring glory, praise, honor, and admiration to God? Or did you have another motive? People do good things for all kinds of reasons. Out of obligation, to feel good about themselves, to gain prestige, responding to pressure from others, people-pleasing, or to receive honor for applause or recognition, or to achieve power or control. All of these works will be consumed by God's testing fire. None will survive that day of judgment. We want people to know that the good things we do come from God, not us. We want people to know and love God, and that is the true motive for doing good works. Jesus said, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. John 15, 8, New Living Translation. And that's what we all should want to do, to bring great glory to Father God. Peter wrote, live such good lives among the pagans that, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. 1 Peter 2, 12, NIV. The third question is how? Good works must be done in love. Did you do the work because you love Jesus? Because you love the people? Or both? You can teach a Bible study and not love anyone in the room except for yourself. You can feed the homeless because it makes you feel good, yet show no interest and have no compassion for the people you are feeding. Some people are angry at poverty, injustice, and various evils. We should hate poverty, injustice, and evil of every kind. But sustained anger as a primary motivation leads only to bitterness. And our anger at a situation quickly becomes anger at people who we blame for the situation. Hating people, even evil people, is against God's command to love everyone, even our enemies. See Matthew 5, 43-45. God's way is love. Anything that's done without love is not a work God will reward. Serving comes naturally as you are filled with God's love. Service is the Christian's love language. God's love flowing through us is to be the distinguishing factor that makes us different from all the other people of the earth. When Jesus was preparing to leave the apostles, he told them, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. It's John 13, verses 34 and 35 in the NIV. Activation. Think about the good things you have done. Choose one or two of the greatest things you have done. Now, test your motives for doing them. First, what? Was this a work God told you to do? Did you do it in relationship with Jesus or on your own? Second, why? Good works must be done because of right motives. Did you do the work to bring glory, praise, honor, and admiration to God? Or did you have another motive for doing it? Be honest with yourself. Third, how? Good works must be done in love. Love for God and love for people. Did you do the work because you love Jesus? Because you love the people? Or without love? One final thought. We're pretty good at deceiving ourselves. We can have hidden motives and not be consciously aware of them. Only on that judgment day will we truly know which of our works will qualify for God's rewards. But these three questions and Holy Spirit will guide you as you try to complete the specific works God prepared for you to do in this life. Daily test your heart motives. Ask what, why, how, and then complete God's plan for your life, walking step by step with Jesus at your side. And you will influence your world for God. Your influence will be greater than you can imagine. Great will be your reward in heaven. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe, like, and comment. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.